Just in case our name Clit Talk wasn't a disclaimer enough, we wanted to let you know that this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So if you have any little ones in the room, now is the time to maybe put some earmuffs on or escort them out. Today on Clit Talk, get ready to pee your pants. We're talking sex faux pas with the Clit Crew. (laughs) Have you ever gotten something stuck up there in your you-know-what or miscommunicated a sexual desire to a partner and ended up getting a lot more than you bargained for? Here on Clit Talk, we love to find the humor in every less than glamorous moment, especially when it comes to our sex lives. So sit back and enjoy the ride as we tell on ourselves for your sheer entertainment. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast, where badass women discuss everything from orgasms to gender harmony to the health benefits of masturbation, the sex ed you wish you got, and then some. Okay, let's dive right in. What's the most embarrassing fumble you've ever had in bed? (laughs) Sugar. I nominate sugar. I nominate sugar to go. (laughs) Okay, so it's in high school with my high school boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And... You know, we were dry humping. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things in high school. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, dry humping was huge. So we were dry humping. It was one of my favorite things in high school. <laughs> I love dry humping. <laughs> she was a dickie. She was a cheerleader. Give me a D. D. You've got your D. You've got your D. Give me an R. Just kidding. Okay. Dry humping. Oh, my God. Dickies, dickies. Dry humping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I okay, bring sorry, myself sorry, back to this moment. All right, dry okay. humping my in high school, sugar. Hurts. No, my face hurts. Oh, yeah, so we were dry humping, and then, you know, we were taking off our bottom, so we were uh, skin-to-skin dry humping, and... um and then I was on top, and I thought it was going to be really sexy to make my way down and, you know, kiss his chest going all the way down, every ab, every six-pack muscle, and then get to right to his penis. And I'm looking at him this whole time, and I'm about to suck this like a lollipop, and I just see this terror in his eyes. Like, his eyes just became, like, huge. And he's like, mm, don't! And I was like, I literally looked down and, a centimeter from my mouth is the blood clot the <gasps> size of a quarter. What? Yeah, like I must have just started my period. Oh my oh, god. No. Like a blood clot. Like a full on just like a quarter size on of, his dick. On the cusp of his pee pee. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Oh my god. You were dry humping with no undies on. Well, yeah, so we were dry humping and then we took the clothes off and we continued skin to skin dry humping. Oh. So that was uh and actually, believe it or not, we just we just wiped it off and then, you know, we did carry on. <laughs> oh my god. That much of a fail. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of my biggest fails of life. When it comes to sex. Oh, my God. Okay. So if we're doing high school stories. <laughs> so I had this boy. Please, God, I hope he never listens to this. Um, 
I had this boyfriend in high school. We were together for a long, like six years actually. And, um, <laughs> and I, I don't know. I'm a, I was like a freaky girl. My senior year of high school, we, we were like having sex and, um, I was like, I'm going to be kinky. I'm, I'm going to finger his butt. <laughs> in high school, yeah, in, in high school, I, <laughs> pushing the envelope, and, and I and I was like, kind of slowly started it, and he wasn't like stopping me, so I went in. I was like in there, and I was like, oh man, I'm I'm a kinky bitch, and then I like feel this thing, and I'm like, what that feels like the tip of a Hershey of a, kiss or something. Oh, no. and then it, and then it like dawned on me. <laughs> I pull my finger out. That's <laughs> totally shit. And I froze. <laughs> and he goes, Oh my God, what just happened? I said, Nothing. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I washed my hands. We never talked about it. And it never happened again. And I've never tried it with a boyfriend since. <laughs> and you're like, And I never ate finger food with that hand oh again. I was like, Oh. <laughs> but it was like, just like the little tip of a, you know, Hershey oh kiss. God. Like, I was like, What the? Oh, God, I know what that is. <laughs> I know where I am. This is not good. This is not good. But when you came back from the bathroom and washed your hands, did you continue? No. He kn- <laughs> we both knew what happened. We just didn't talk about it. And then he was like, oh, you want to watch a movie? I said, yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do something oh my else. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Those, both of those stories are kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mine is definitely more gross. <laughs> I don't remember when this happened, but I just remember the feeling still, right? The embarrassment and the fail. But I don't even remember who it was. This is the weirdest thing. I only remember the feeling. (laughs) But anyway, so, you know, sometimes when you're like fucking pretty hard and doing it for a while, like sometimes air gets trapped in the pussy. What do we call those? Queefing. Okay, so the first time I queefed, and I was with this guy, and I, it must have been kind of a new experience with him. And it's the first time I heard myself do it. And the rest of the time <laughs> we were fucking, I could not even concentrate because all I kept thinking was, did he think that was a fart? <laughs> <laughs> and that was my total fail. Oh my then God. I learned like, oh, shit, queefing is like normal, and it happens when you're fucking a lot. You know, yeah. it just happens. And... I think I probably learned because probably another guy laughed and kind of said what it was. Mm. And then I was like, oh, other guys know that. It's not a fart. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, it's kind of a fart. It's just a pussy fart. Right, right. (laughs) But it doesn't smell bad. No. I feel like all my stories are from high school, too. I had a period one. And then I – so I won't share that one. You already did that. you're sharing that one. Okay. <laughs> I'm like curious about your first time with anal. Was that because of some sort of a fo- uh, blooper or not? No, it was like I didn't want to get pregnant. No, oh. I was like, I, I know well, not to get pregnant. So um, that was how that. anal came around. Um, okay, but back to this anal one. about getting pregnant. <laughs> super anal about that not happening. So, um, so we. In high school, we would all go out to this club called The Boot. And what I loved to do was we would all dress up really slutty and, like, we'd all be making out with each other and, like, grinding. And then I took this one guy out to my car and to make out, and we were dry humping. And um, and I went to go down and give him a blowjob, 
and his pants were covered in blood. And he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) What is that? And I was like, oh my God. It didn't even, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it didn't even occur to me that, like, I have blood all over. I, because I didn't know I had started my period. Oh my God. She said so innocently. (laughs) <laughs> that, a crime scene. that must have been there before did you spill a drink on your pants <laughs> oh what was God. in the back of this car yeah it was and how over. did he react he was like really freaked out because he couldn't go back into the club with like blood all over his pants so I don't really remember what happened after that, but I'm pretty sure that she I got blacked it out. cold water because my my dad's a doctor, my mom's a nurse. I know that cold water takes out blood from fabric. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so we just kind of cleaned him up and we were like, okay, well. That's over. That's over. That's over. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to take you out of the moment like a pint of blood. <laughs> I had a story that um, – I'm like, this is, I don't know how many other ladies have had this experience, and I hope not many, but (laughs) (laughs) went to dinner with a guy I've been dating, finally going to do the deed. We get into the bedroom, and I can't find his penis because it's a micro penis. I could not figure out how to get out of the room faster. It was one of those things. Is that a real thing? It is a real thing. And I legit had a micro penis. Oh, yeah. And I like saw a Sex and the City episode a few years later and realized it was a real thing. I didn't even know it was a real thing. I didn't know what had happened. I don't understand. And I, it's like literally a penis that's like a micro penis. He should have warned you. Yes. So, and I was telling one of my friends about this because I'm like, we're going to be doing this episode about sex bloopers and let's talk about stuff because I want to jog my memory. And I bring up this micro penis thing and she's like, he's got to work up to that. He's got to wine and dine you for a long time, make you fall in love. You don't just hook up with someone doing that. Or at least. Say something and give you exactly. some instruction on yeah. what to do. It was a surprise, and I got the fuck out quick. And then I felt really bad, but I didn't know what else to do. Did I, he have I a normal sized fingers and tongue. Yeah, no, everything else seemed fine. I never talked to him again. Oh, <laughs> that's know, sad. So this, this was a while ago, a long time ago. Yeah, you know, recently I've been listening to a few people, especially like in my generation. And they're talking about things like biohacking. And, of course, there's penis pumps, right? There's penis <laughs> pumps that actually do work. And they have things now, yeah. biohacking, that can help enlarge in the penis, too. And there's, like, whole techniques that women can do for their men to enlarge it, too. So, you know, you if, really you love, there's if you love someone with a smaller one, you could do different things. You know, there are different things out there. But, yeah, that's a shocker when you get in bed. That's why when I'm making out, like maybe the second or third date, my hand is right down there. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm going to know that lesson the hard that micro Oh, penis. yeah, I'm not going to go to another, like a third date and let this thing continue. By the second date, I'm already, like, seeing what's going on down there. Checking it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nina Hartley would be so proud. <laughs> so has anyone ever gotten caught Doing anything before? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, this one's awful. Okay. This one's, like, really bad. This is... Okay, so... 
I was masturbating and the I thought my door was locked and it was a kind of a flimsy lock and I had um moved back in with my mom and dad for a short period after college <laughs> and my dad didn't realize I was home, let alone realize what I was doing. Thank God I was under the blankets, but he walked in, but I had this like rabbit vibrator <laughs> and it was like in the moment where he walked through the door, it, all I could hear was, <laughs> it was like the loudest sound you've ever heard in your life. And I was like, I'm taking a nap. I'm taking a nap. And he was like, oh God, oh my God, oh my God. He like ran away. <laughs> I was like, it's time for me to move out. (laughs) I can't do this. Totally. That's amazing. Did not finish that time. Never talked about it. Then again, never talked about it. it. Oh, my God. (laughs) My poor dad. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, but that vibrator never sounded as loud as it did in that moment. And I couldn't couldn't find like the off switch. (laughs) Only to make it higher switch. It It was one of the ones that rotates and stimulates your clit at the same time. It was too much. Oh God. It was bad. So funny. It was bad. (laughs) Um, So this was also in high school. My dad... (laughs) What's it with dads? Why couldn't it have been my mom? I know. My mom would have been like, yeah, girl. I would have just been, oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to like let that go. Um, But I was, I had my first boyfriend in high school and um, we weren't like super pouncing on each other. Like we had great makeout sessions, but it was like the first time I was going to give him a blowjob. And we were in like this back corner in the basement of our house and my dad comes looking for us. (laughs) <laughs> and all he could probably see, because I just saw him pop his head in and pop his head out. Like, he, I don't think he could actually see me giving a blowjob, but he definitely saw me on my knees and my boyfriend, like, his oh, head. And it oh was so God. awkward and awful. And, like, and that was at the time where we didn't drive. So he had to drive me and my boyfriend home. <laughs> oh, oh, no. And, like, we weren't, like, in trouble or anything. It was just, like, yeah, that was our ride. That was just right. ride back home. Right. So, awkward. Super awkward. <laughs> my poor dad. Poor dads. Yeah, Sorry, I'm glad dad. I don't have any stories about my dad. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm super happy about that. But I have a more recent story. We had a Christmas party one year at my place, and I had a roommate. And my boyfriend was over, and my daughter was over. And I had a good bit to drink that night. You know, we were doing karaoke Christmas, and it was really fun, and had this good-looking boyfriend, and I was totally into him. So my daughter went to go to sleep in my roommate's bed, and I went to my bedroom right down the hall. And apparently the next morning, I find out that I'm really loud. And I'm in the kitchen, and my roommate and my daughter is telling me the whole story, how they're, like, yelling from their bath bedroom, keep it down! Oh, oh my God. God! I had no idea. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Little Asian Tammy Co. was loud and I, a screamer. I don't scream, though. Apparently you do. No, I'm loud. that night. I don't know. I don't remember being loud. But you want to hear the worst faux pas I've ever heard? It's not me personally. Yes. Okay. So I was at a party and we were all drinking. There was this guy there and he was telling us this story about when he was in the bathroom one time with his girlfriend having anal sex. It What? That's risky. And what happened was 
well, I don't know what happened, but something happened, and she defecated all over no. him. Oh, snap. That's and nasty. And she was so embarrassed that she pushed him out of the bathroom, and she stayed in the bathroom <laughs> all night. Oh, my but God. But he was covered in shit. She pushed him out in the hallway? No, they were at their house. Oh. You know, they were by themselves, but he was relaying this story at a party one time. Because oh. oh we were talking God. together. No, it was a long time ago. But I just, like, put myself in her place, and I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. That's got to be the worst faux pas, right? That's pretty bad. My my roommate is telling me this story. There's this one lady at her office who, like, gets a little tipsy and then, like, tells people that she's into people shitting on her chest. Oh, nasty. (laughs) She's told, like, multiple people in the office that that's what she's – like, she gets kind of drunk and then keeps telling people. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, look, whatever floats your boat, whatever floats your boat, that's – that's a little much Too for me, for but me. I'm sure there's some people out there that really like it. And you tell you know, your coworkers, you. but you tell your coworkers that so that on Monday morning they leave your shit alone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, look, whatever you're into, but it's like to get tipsy continuously, like to like. Like maybe like she's looking look, for somebody. Maybe to she's do looking it. for someone in the office to do it too. Or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because no one wants to do it, so she's just reaching all her resources, letting everyone know. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> going to spread this net as far as it'll go. <laughs> you know, we talk about faux pas, but I can't imagine how many men have had so many experiences when it boils down to like, you know, erectile dysfunction or they just can't keep it up and. That must feel pretty bad for guys, right? I mean, oh, it's got yeah. to. There's yeah. always whiskey dick that happens. There's an excuse, though, there. Yeah. You know, it's not their manhood. It's like, I drank too much. Right. Yeah. I mean, the first the first sex party Matt and I ever went to, he couldn't get it up. He was like, he was like so angry. He, this is my greatest fantasy, and I can't even participate in it. <laughs> Karma, Matt. Yeah, I, <laughs> I had, I had a like, lot I'm of sure. cunnilingus that night. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. sure he loves you sharing that. <laughs> yeah, he's, I, I got his permission before the show. Because <laughs> cool. he, he proved himself at later parties. So he's, <laughs> okay, there you go. Well, I'd like to share something yeah. if there's a little pause in the combo. Please. Please. So I'm like, I made a fucking list of shit. And I did some like thinking about. The refinery. I like read this article on refinery. She literally has a document, you guys, on her phone. (laughs) She literally has a list. Anal, right? So don't you hate it when you're having sex in certain positions and the guy pulls out just enough instead of going back in your vagina? They fucking hit your asshole. I'm not like Nurse Katie and I don't like anal that much. Well, it's probably not an accident. They're probably just testing the waters. Totally. And you know that's happening sometimes. You know that's happening sometimes. Yeah, I don't think it's an accident. (laughs) The first time the guy ever came in my ass, I was like, what do I do with it? <laughs> oh my god! What do push I do? It out. What do He's I do with it? He's supposed to clean it out. Like ew! In the shower. Oh, in the shower. Yeah, with the shower head. Yeah, wow. that's his us. job. <laughs> <laughs> Danica's face right now. <laughs> I feel like I would try to fart bubbles out of my asshole with it. <laughs> Come bubbles. I said. I said, what do I do with it? And the guy was like, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> So bad. You just go. I've I've just gone straight to the toilet and like pooped as much as I could and then hopped in the shower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the. But once you've gone to the bathroom, then there's still stuff in there. Oh God! (laughs) Gotta clean it out. (laughs) So more on my list is 
the there was one time I was in the shower with a boyfriend doing shower sex, which I like. It's fun. And we were trying. It was one of those regular showers, but with the glass doors. And I somehow we were in this position where I'm hanging on to the shower doors over the top with one leg up on the shower door on the side, like kind of doing a side split while we're having sex. And we literally almost fell through the shower doors. It was so scary. Thank God it didn't happen. Could have been really dangerous. But it's one of those moments when you're like, oh, it sounds really good. But to actually (laughs) do it, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Don't try that at all. With water around. (laughs) So ball sucking. Exactly. So dumb. Sometimes it sounds better in your head than it actually is. You could put your life in some serious danger. (laughs) I mean, the splits might have been what did it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And then there's one that's happened to me a couple times and no one's really talked about us. I don't know if anybody else has done this. And it's not totally the sex part, but I really like getting dressed up naughty and like going to a hotel and meeting with a guy or going to their house and... Oh, I just think it's hot. I always thought like that, that airport naked under a trench coat. Like I've never done it, but I totally want to someday. I've met one of my boyfriends with lingerie under a trench coat at a strip club. Oh, that's so hot. Well, I've had a couple different times where I didn't have the right jacket and it was embarrassing going from my house to the car, from the car to their house. And one time, um, these people saw me and that was super embarrassing. And, and it literally, like I have a trench coat design in my head just because of this experience happening too many times where you can just act like you have clothes on, but it was mortifying. It's that it's like you, you visualize how sexy it's going to be. And then you go to do it and you're like, so embarrassed. So you created your own walk of shame. (laughs) Yeah, right, that's what you did. More than one. I have a walk. I have a walk of shame story. I went to this really cool party here in LA. It was like all these kind of performers, and it was like 1920s and steampunk, and it was so cool. And all these costumes, and I knew this one guy was going to be there, and he was friends of friends, and he was in the environmental community. So I've been kind of stalking him a little bit on Facebook, and there he was at this party. So I started dancing with him, hung out. Went to his place that night, but we were dressed up because it was a costume party. I was basically wearing this beautiful white long-laced wedding dress. That's what I wore to that. And um, so the next morning when I have to walk to my car, I look so disheveled because we were drinking and partying. And then I was up all night. And then I had this. I was like, fuck, the only clothes I have is this wedding dress. (laughs) Walk back to my car. It was the worst walk of shame. You're just taking me to college flashbacks right now. You got to have your hoe on the go bag. Come on. I know. A little extra outfit, little makeup remover wipes. You don't want to look like a raccoon. (laughs) Speaking of raccoons, has anybody ever had animals watch them while they were having sex? Uh, yeah, my dog my watches dog. me every time. Oh. I do. I did. I did. I was dating this one guy this one time, and his dog was super fucking annoying. We went on a few dates, and <clears throat> we went to go have sex, and his dog wouldn't stop barking. Like he would like put the dog behind the gate, and the dog wouldn't stop barking. It was like the most obnoxious bark ever. And then he said, 
the dog really wants to be on the bed with us. I said, fuck no, that's not <laughs> happening. We're, and that was the last time we saw each other. <laughs> he was, I was blocking dog. This guy was so – yes, this guy was so weird with his dog. He was into his dog. Yes, but – and he would talk to his dog like it was an actual human child. Like, oh, you my new – I was like, oh, my God, you're so fucking weird. I let you go down on me. I let your penis inside of me. This is not good. Have you ever, like, walked into a situation thinking it was going to be one way and it turned out to be something totally different? I have an amazing one for this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dying to bring this story out on an episode. (laughs) I have a buddy that lives uh, in the South Bay. So, like, that's a fun part of Southern California. Yep. And we all party, hang out. He's so fun. We're all at their house for an after hours. I walk into his bedroom to see if he needs a drink, and I see him fucking a chick that's doing a handstand. Literally on the bed, she is doing a handstand, and he's standing up fucking her. And I was like, I didn't even know how it was possible, but I literally saw it with my own eyes. It was amazing. That's not a blooper. That's like just fucking impressive. It was <laughs> impressive. But I did not know I was going to walk in on that. Oh, that's true. Oh, right. Yeah. You thought you were just going to give him a drink and then there's a handstand shit getting fucked. What about what about anyone in an alternative relationship? Any funny sex party stories? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to share. <laughs> I imagined that my first three, so I came out in my bisexuality in my marriage um, like last March so being and exploring with my husband has been really great. So we were really excited for our first threesome. And in my mind, I'm thinking that it's going to be like, because in high school when you have threesomes, it's all about the guy and like the guy's like the, the, you know, the center of the whole experience, even though the girls are, it's like really for the guy. And, um, and so I was really imagining that I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to be so into him and he's going to be like kind of, uh, controlling but it's gonna be like his he's gonna be part of the main attraction of this you know and um i i was really surprised to find that the woman was just really into me she was really into me <laughs> like she liked me and and not so much my husband and it wasn't so i thought we were gonna get in there and start like having this insanely erotic threesome and it was um it, it turned out to be quite different. We just, we actually kind of had to talk through some things. Um, during? Yeah, like kind of during, yeah. And um, just talk, talk through some things. And I, I, they both know me really well. And so I was like, they, they just saw, they're, they were talking and interacting and kind of working things out, um, you know, collectively. And I'm just sitting there like bored out of my mind. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, we're just sitting here talking. Like, and they both know me and they're like, they're like, sugar, just. We'll be done. We'll be done soon. Just, just be present here in the conversation. I'm oh like, God. oh my god, Your worst nightmare. Well, and kind of, yeah, because as you guys know, I used to be like, oh, sex is sex. Let's fuck. And if you, we're talking, it's just like, oh, Kills you're killing me. But it was a really cool learning experience because then I realized, um, oh, like that's you know, t- my last threesome was in high school, really, and I was like 16, 17, and now I'm like 20, 24, 
and I'm married, and the world of threesomes is much more um, di- mature. Much more mature, yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's so much more mature. What's that word. I'm more mature now. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like you had a threesome. It sounds like you had a two point five some. Well, <laughs> actually, the, well, well, the cool thing was after we talked, we actually did have a threesome, and it was really amazing. And um, she, le- the talking was really powerful because it allowed me to them to support me in having my fantasy fulfilled. Because they knew that I was kind of having a hard time talking while we were doing this because sex is like, you don't talk. Let's fuck. Let's get down to business, you know. But um, it actually – once they were able to talk it out, that's when I realized, oh, this is – talking is good with sex because – and I actually can get more of what I want if I'm – you know, let people have space to process. Such a dude, sugar. I know. She's such a dude. But the coolest thing was is she let me lick her pussy while he was fucking me from behind. So it's a good one. It's it a was good a move. good one. Good and position. so we did have a threesome. Yes. We just had to talk it out of how it would work because she, I got, she just wasn't really trying to get up in my husband. So we got creative with it. Okay. So where, where's the faux pas? The, well, it's, it's, it would it be one way versus another. Know. So yeah. I thought that, there, gotcha. I didn't think there was going to be talking. I thought that we were going to all be fucking all each him. other and all over him and acrobatics and sweat literally yeah. like i didn't know like handstands she thought they're gonna be handstands <laughs> i thought there would be handstands and then just yeah so that was what <clears throat> the distinct difference before and after so i know we were already talking about like periods and poo and all that jazz <laughs> but all the sexy things <laughs> i have to say like i'm a huge fan of blowjobs and i love giving them we, we know we, we know, know that right? crystal we know and <laughs> I vomited one time after giving, I swallowed, I swallowed and then vomited and it was the worst ever. But I cannot be the only woman that's ever happened to. I mean, when I suck dick, I like, yeah, and then the gallery. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Sugar, there's a story I really want you to share. Oh, you know the one I want you to share. I know you do, girl. <laughs> uh, speaking of queefing and alternative relationships. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my first sex party I ever went to, and I've only been to two, three, actually. That was the third. So three. It's okay. okay. And then <laughs> we, uh, I, I said to my husband, I was like, I just, uh, let's just go to a room. And we were getting a room by ourselves and, and. You know, other couples joined and joined and joined. And next thing you know, there's just like people having sex all over this bed and it's loud. And there's this one guy who's just this big, dark man. And he's with this like really cute little Asian girl. And they're having like the hardest sex of your life. Like literally it's like, <laughs> like everyone can hear just like his balls slapping her booty. Oh my God. And there's like everyone's fucking and, and, and. And my husband, you know, like you were sharing, Tamiko, like air gets up in there and, and, and it actually happens to me. I queef very regularly. Okay. You're a regular queefer. I'm a regular queefer. Okay. And so, so it's totally cool between me and, me and my husband, but on this bed, everything's happening. And, and now I'm just getting, you know, I'm blasted too. This guy's like inspiring everyone, you know, and I just like let out this like, oh my God. It was that long? I don't know. It felt like that long. It felt like 30 minutes. Who yeah. knows how long that was? But I was like, Austin, do you think anyone heard that? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. fuck. But 
But, like, everyone's, like, in their jam and, like, banging. I don't even know if anyone really noticed. Although I probably should have looked over at you, Lindsay, and be like, did she just hear me queen? <laughs> <laughs> well, she did want you to tell the story. So there's a high point. Well, but then at the next party, he was fingering you, like, a certain angle, and you you said, don't do that because then I'm going to queef again. <laughs> You're right. Like, yeah, you, like, scolded him. I should have, no, no, don't do that again because I queef <laughs> you know, I'm fine queefing in the privacy of my own bedroom, you know, but for other people, I don't know. They might think it's a toot. They might think it's a toot instead of a pussy fart. <laughs> Anyways. All yes, right. That's true. Did I fulfill we your vision? We totally fulfilled. <laughs> and uh, thanks, ladies, for all of your hilarious stories today. We, we really wanted to do this episode so that all you clitorati knew you're out there. You were not alone in your queefing and your... Farting and you're <laughs> falling out of the shower and your blood clotting. Yeah, it's, it's, efforts of sex. Yes, it's it's all normal. You're not alone. We're all in this faux pas sex world together. All right, clitorati, that was awkward. I want you to just sit down wherever you are. Close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in through your nose. Mouth. Let's go ahead and put our left hand on our pussies or cocks or whatever you got. And I'll take another deep breath in. And exhale. And just want you to place your attention on your pussy or your cock. And think about your own sexual faux pas. You're not alone. We've all been there. Now I want you to just breathe in love and light and exhale any shame or judgment. Pooping, queefing, it's normal. You're normal. Take another deep breath in through your nose and exhale out through your mouth. And now I want you to take a moment, and I want you to thank your penis, cock, pussy, cunt. Thank her for all those hilarious times. For all those moments you get to share about with the people that you love when you tell on yourself or you're sharing embarrassing stories. Those moments are healing now. So you have permission to let go any remaining residual judgment that you've had for any faux pas that's gone south. And we invite you to really just take on sharing this as a laughable moment in life and find the healing in it for yourself. So with that, let's take one last inhale through our nose. And exhale. As always, thank you, Clitorati, for listening to this week's episode of Clit Talk. We hope we inspired you to laugh at your sex bloopers. If you have someone in your life to share it with, do that. And also share it with us. Send us a message on our Instagram, at Clit Talk Show. We'll maybe share some of the best stories on our next sex bloopers show, anonymously, of course. And as always, please subscribe, leave us a five-star review, share the show with your friends, and we will see you next Tuesday. Pussy, 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 pussy